0: I've noticed that, like, he will go and smash barrels even if there's, like, one of those little, you know, lanterns on it, and, oh, you know, right. he ends up mm-hmm. engulfed in flames, so his, his barbarian's name is now Smashes Stands in Fire.
1: <laughs> this is a presentation of Don Forge Productions.
2: You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 38, Too Legit to Fit. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly sspbook. That's bit.ly sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player.
3: Howdy folks, it's Navik here. And before we jump into episode 38, I did want to mention that we do have an ongoing contest, which is our intro contest. We're looking for a new intro to the show. You know, something more up-to-date, especially since Decker Kane is no longer in the game. Well, he dies early in the game. Not to mention also that Lantonio joined us. So uh, we're looking for an intro that's between 30 to 45 seconds in length. And the winner of the contest will receive at least a $20 Battle.net balance card. We still have a tentative deadline for this contest of March 17th, which should coincide with our 40th episode and be two days after, you know, the anniversary of Diablo 3's launch. So there's still some time, so get cracking, people. You have quite a treasure there in that horodric
4: Cube.
1: From, From the far, far reaches, reaches and burning depths of sanctuary, sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, Shattered Soulstone
4: your diablo podcast
0: it's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here
1: now your hosts nevic braja and jen
0: stay a while and listen coming
3: to you from the proverbial dawn forage pouch this is episode 38 of the shattered soulstone your diablo community podcast it is Friday, April 19th, and I am your host, Nevik. And I am joined by my two co Joeys, Braja. How was that zombie pizza? Mmm,
1: brain. Very good. I loved it. Did it have sauce? zombie turkeys? Good to go. Oh, a zombie turkeys. Turkey. That's what I should have had.
3: Yeah. And Jen, you you went outside. This is not good.
0: I went outside, yeah, it, well, (laughs) it's not normally good for me to go outside in general for long stretches of time, but today I went outside right as soon as I woke up, Sean woke me up for this, there's, um, someone in town has lost a cocktail. And, you know, I have cockatiels, and, of course, I'm going to try to help someone find theirs. And it was reported that it was in right around where we live. So Sean woke me up and said, hey, do you want to go look for this cockatiel? And I went, okay, let's go try it. Went outside, didn't put on any sunscreen. Bad idea. Didn't take the medication I usually take when I wake up. Bad idea. So I'm suffering for it now. And, no, we did, we did not find the little guy. Um, but, you know, we tried. Uh-huh. So sick. Yeah, I mean, it was it's for a good cause, but, you know, sick now.
3: Well, hopefully it didn't end up on Brescia's turkey, or turkey, on his zombie pizza.
0: They, yeah. they they
3: normally don't serve cocktail on pizza, so.
0: Not, not usually. Yeah.
3: And our fourth musketeer is back with us tonight. Lantonio, we missed you last episode.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, Um I had some problems in the household. I had to take care of and then I don't know what happened Friday night, but I was, was waiting weird. for you guys on Skype, and I seen you all pop on. I even tried calling in; I couldn't get through. Yeah. And then I seen you send me a tweet that says Skype. I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <it> was, <laughs> you you were
3: not showing up on my Skype at all. I tried adding you yeah. number of times, and it wouldn't wouldn't go through. But yeah, I we had technical know. difficulties that night. And,
2: and then Saturday was. <laughs> hectic around the household I'll just leave it at that so had to I had to kind of stay off the computer if you get my drift yeah it was probably better that way yeah well (laughs)
3: you know sometimes sometimes you need to unplug at least for just a little while
2: right everything's everything's back to normal now Um, my fiance had her birthday on Thursday so we went out and we're going out tomorrow to the dells for some fun so that should be good other than that nothing new really outside of game
3: and did you bake her a cake?
2: Um, well, you, you saw that tweet, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I responded, gross. <laughs> Just gross. <laughs> Not gonna repeat was, it on this was, podcast, though. That was pretty funny, though. She told me she sent that. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: let us get to what we've been doing in-game. Brasia. since you have nothing here, do you want to go first? <laughs> I have so much about the
1: game that I've done. Yeah, I cried because I lost my apple last time to my hardcore game because I fell asleep and she died. So I decided not to do any more hardcore for a little bit. But I went back and started leveling my wizard a little bit more. She's in the mid-50s now and almost getting there. Oh, this is good. Yeah, so I'm close to my second level 60. Uh, just push a little more.
3: So I, I'm glad that your hardcore apple died then because now <laughs> you're playing the wizard again. This is, this is good.
1: Yeah, I guess I, I had to, uh, you know, try to recover in <laughs> one way or another, and it seemed like, uh, just electrocuting everything and throwing blizzards down on everything at the same time works for me.
3: Yeah, especially now that mostly out of the out of the woodwork for blizzards, you know, freak blizzards coming and snowing you in and everything.
1: Oh, no kidding. Jeez. Glad we almost <laughs> did that. And then now it's like 80 degrees up in my house. Oh, it's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you go from winter to summer-like weather with no spring. Yep. That's fun.
1: Exactly. I mean, nothing's even started blooming around here all the trees are still like winter dead, uh, no leaves, no flowers, nothing. And it's already wow. like eighty degrees, like ridiculously dumb. But that's okay. It gets me to get back in the house and play a little bit more every once in a while.
3: Yeah, it's you got to run away from the sun and the heat. Exactly. Sun, what's that? Sun yeah. is bad. <laughs>
0: bad. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Very bad. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, according to at least one person on Facebook, they, they seem to think that the sun is not a star and that the sun is a sun.
2: Duh. Duh, mm-hmm. right?
0: There are reasons <laughs> I am no longer on Facebook.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there are reasons I've never been on Facebook.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, L'Antonio, How about you, since we haven't heard from you for almost... Well, I mean, there was Dead and Waiting number three. But, um... So, what what have you been up to?
2: Well, you know, like I said, I didn't really have a chance to play or be on the show last Saturday. And I I really wish that I I didn't have a chance to play it last Sunday. Because, unfortunately, my hardcore Barbarian Crixus has been slain. And it hurts really bad. I had just spent, like, 40 million gold on him oh to get gosh. some really nice boots, some awesome IK boots, because I just wanted to, like, start spending a lot of gold on, like, one item, keep moving up, mm-hmm. and I probably got to enjoy about three runs worth with those boots, and I died. Ouch. Yeah, it it's, it's my first hardcore, real hardcore death, and, um... It hurts. It's not very good. I uh, for I contemplated for about five minutes of staring at my screen, wondering why, <laughs> <laughs> like if I was even gonna go again. But I sucked it up. I started another barb, and as of literally right now, I have probably one bar left to get to 60 again, and a bunch of stuff waiting for 60 because I had some some guys, my friend Smitty, that I met recently actually, which is even cooler. Um, heard that I had lost my IK boots And sent me over a few extra IK pieces That he had to kind of lessen the wound um, pain a little bit So he gave me an IK boulder breaker IK gloves and an IK belt nice. As well as, yeah, as well as vial wards. And this is all hardcore stuff So that's pretty cool None of them are like that great for hardcore But for free you really can't complain So I suppose I should elaborate. What happened was I was doing basic Paragon runs, and I've been doing the basic Roja strategy, I guess, um, that I would do in softcore for hardcore, because with Whirlwind, I, I really was at a point with my gear that I wasn't getting touched. And I think the half of my problem was because of that, I was getting extremely overconfident for the most part. I was just playing super fast, running through, and that would be Area Crater 2, Depths Level 2, and... Um, rack is crossing mm-hmm. but unfortunately when you play in depth level two you have the killers the fallen maniacs and i honestly i i still really didn't think that i got killed by them because i didn't see them but what happened was i was playing with nine pad and i actually i had a scare by fallen maniacs because they popped and hit me but I, I mean i've taken hits by six of them and not been killed and I took a hit, and I only I lost about 60% life. I was like, alright, potion, whatever, get back into the game. Watching the next open, like, the more open room in the devs level, two, And there was a champion pack, and I, whatever, started taking them on. Well, there was a dual champion pack, because the other one came, must have, like, seen me and walked towards me. And they, they both had arcane, they both had electrified. Oh, no. And they both had plague. So there was tons of stuff all over not to mention, one of them had Fast, and one of them had Desecrator. So pretty much anything that could be in your face and in your way was there. Well, they were dying like nothing. I mean, I've, my health didn't drop at all. I had 2,300 life on hit, 10,000 armor, 800 all res. So, I mean, I should have been fine. I also had probably, I mean, seventy or 80,000 life. Mm-hmm. So... All of a sudden, I see my life just get pop, pop, pop. I don't see what hits me. Uh, I get scared. I hit Wrath Berserker, and before I could move, I was dead. Ah! Oh. And I was like, what Ouch. just happened, you know? Like, I didn't see anything hit me. And, you know, I just kind of, you know, like I said before, I stared at the screen a little bit, was talking with Ninepad but then Jamie, JC Monkeyhead came on, was complaining to them a little bit, you know, being a little sore about the situation, a little salty, but... Of course, who wouldn't be? And when I saw, after I put my guy in the, uh, the Hall of Fallen Heroes, it said Fallen Maniac, and the whole time I'm thinking, how did a Fallen Maniac hit me? Because I don't even remember seeing them, and they're pretty, you know, they light up, they're pretty big green blobs, blow up, you usually notice, right? Well, all I can think of that could have happened is I was in one of them bigger open areas, and every now and then, when you're, if you notice, like, they spawn from the ground. And come up in like a circle form and go at you from all different directions. And all I can think of was under all the arcane, under all the plagues of the kind of what happened and they all hit me. But let's just say I learned my lesson. I don't care if it takes me a year to get to Paragon 100 in hardcore or if I even get that far or whatever. I'm not doing keeps level 2 anymore. Fallen maniacs are way too dangerous. It's not worth it. So I learned my lesson. I got another character, another barb, like I said. At level 59, should be level 60 by tonight. And that's some logistics of what I've been doing. I went on to softcore a little bit to do a couple um, Uber runs with the guys when we had some downtime. I did check out the PTR, not a whole lot, because I went, actually, my Barb is still alive on the PTR, so I get to go play with him for now. Oh, and <laughs> oh my gosh. That hurt her to leave it a little more. Oh, that's that. <laughs> oh man, you'd be like, oh. I miss my yeah, barb. Oh, I'll go I over to the PTR and play with it. Well, I was I was kind of in like angry. I don't give a hell mode, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went on. And I went straight into MP three or four. I can't remember what we did. And I just was killing anything. I didn't even get close to being hurt. And then if if anyone reads my Twitter, was like oh, MP zero by myself destroys me. MP four with a group of four doesn't touch me. I guess I was playing too easily, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So that that kind of got me going a little bit, and I still didn't die. He's still there, but there's a couple more things. I haven't checked out since the latest update, but I mean, the PTR seems pretty cool. Um, Identify All is pretty cool. It definitely feels easier with the 50% health drops with uh, players. Um, I know that they added a buff, or they added eight buffs possible to be seen in there, but one thing that's to me is just extremely. I don't know why they would do this. Is they have a buff for the multiplayer? How many people are in your multiplayer game now? Because it shows kind of like Nephilim and Beller, Oh, you have three people in your multiplayer game, you oh, get 30% great. magic. So they wasted a buff spot, though. Nice. I, I mean, if you have three people in a game, you have three avatars, so you don't need a buff spot. Right. So you basically give us eight buffs, but then take if you're playing multiply, take away one right off the bat. Yeah. And, you know, Nephilim takes off one right off the bat, which, honestly, none of that stuff's... Really, Nephilim's okay to have, I guess, because you earn it, but just going into a game, you don't need a buff to tell me how many players are in the game. It can, it can be silent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest quarrel. Um, other than that, just been playing... Um, some other games too, a little bit of Skyrim, a little Call of Duty. Why, um, man, playing SimCity and stuff. And I guess that's about it. And I'm hoping to get my barb back to what I was doing and start working on the alternates again and trying to find better gear.
3: Yeah, wow, that's that's brutal. I, I think it's even worse because you can still play with your fallen barb.
2: Yeah, I was I was a sliver away to level fifteen paragon too so i had i had 90 hours total in it probably 80 if you count all the downtime because i let my character sit in game all the time like even my new barb is at 20 hours already there's no way i've put it into more than probably 10 hours because i've left it out overnight and stuff before already too a couple times Mm -hmm. um but yeah my new barb man i stormed through this time i was it's so much easier the second time around especially with your main um, to to get through the low levels, you know, of course auction house and stuff. But I had a lot of level reduction gear, and then I I mean I wore cane set until I think level 55, so <laughs> I got a lot of levels, and I I had no issue though. I mean my weapon and my other the other items that I had kept me right perfectly strong enough to to wear it, and then I had a star ruby in and all that good stuff, so. I mean I should be like I said I'm leveling super fast I did beat hell already but I'm just going back get some experience so I can go back into Inferno as soon as I hit 60
4: yeah
3: when when you're powering through how exactly are you powering through on the leveling
2: most part I I start with because I like to be safe I I like to go really fast but I also like to be safe and I want to die 20 times at level 20 and have to keep starting over so the first 15 levels MP0 get there as quick as you can get all open socket items um, flawless gems and everything Preferably bit unless you need the DPS most of the time you don't um, and then I just kind of I for the most part when I'm playing by myself I MP0 it or else if I have Jamie or Scanline or Chris or even you or anyone else um, you do more of the solo right now in hardcore but yeah. um, anyone that can zap the same whatever you're at up to MP10 and kind of run with you is the best way to do it. I don't really like the whole go-ahead. Like, if you're in Act 1, skip to Act 3 and automatically start leveling an MP10 because you're so squishy that if you get hit, you're just going to die off too fast. So, to me, it's more efficient to just do it the right way and not die. I mean, there there are people that can... Like, I have a buddy, and he's like, I can get you to level 16 four hours, but the likelihood, your first time, you're probably going to die a couple times, and I don't want to die a couple times because you're still going to have stuff in your gems that you're going to lose... I'd rather just get it over with and do it right. So mm-hmm. that, that's pretty much how I do it. I mean, it took me. It's probably, it probably going to be a total of twelve hours of play time to get to level sixty. Yeah. In hardcore, so that wasn't too bad.
3: Yeah, I was. I was only asking because I was wondering if you were um, doing what uh, our good friend Scanline was doing, <laughs> where he would he would um, basically have uh, Jamie run through on um, MP10, Whimsy Shire, Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm actually going to do that with my alternates. Um, the next couple just I want to make sure my bar didn't die because I have some better gear on him. but uh, I think if when I do the monk because I'm pretty sure I'm going to do the monk because I got a lot of dex gear saved up when I did the level 60 demon hunter that I got to level 60 I don't know if I ever talked about that but I, if I didn't, there you go <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm uh, I pretty sure I'm going to try that that whimsy run seems to go really fast I mean, you go from level 1 to level 20 in like 5 minutes yeah, but, so but if fast. you blink,
3: you get killed by a cute yeah. little flower.
2: <laughs> it would be really. I think the the problem was, though, it was though was like uh, Jamie's character is really not a good leveling character. Like boost to help someone para level. The, really, the best guy is to have if you have like two witch doctors, you, you're safe because you have one guy behind you, one guy in front of you. You got all the dogs, all the um, the gargantuan's, and then you have acid clouds that you know one shot everything. So as long as they keep putting the acid cloud on you, you'll be fine until you get to level 15 where you can have a whole bunch of extra bit and you know keep yourself somewhat safer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do, I think. But I'm in no hurry. I really just want to play my Barb, honestly. <laughs> as soon as I lost it, I was like, oh no, I want to play my Barb.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that that's still... Man, that, I when I saw you tweet that, I was like, what? No, no, you didn't die. Come on, you I didn't. really
2: couldn't believe it, but I think it was a cursed week. Um, unfortunately, if you guys will hear, as soon as I... I'm going to get out on um, Hardcore Game Night 4. is recorded, and I just got to zap it out. I'm actually going to either do that tonight or tomorrow morning before we go to the Dells so I can get it over to you to put out, I guess, as soon as you're ready. Um, it's got a lot of stories. A lot of us had issues with the hard, or the dead and waiting gorilla. We all died, pretty much. Um, Chris, I believe, is still alive, but everyone else has death stories, so... Yep. Yeah, I mean Jamie had a level 59, I believe, die level 59 barb yeah. that he completed hell with already. Already completed it, and he had about a probably about a bar left like I do right now, which kind of like uh, it scares me. Although I'm extremely overpowered for hell right now, I can do MP10 if I want to. Um, it's just it's too slow. So I uh, anyway he died going back to finish his level to 60 and that's got to really make him sore, you know i actually was on mumble when it happened it sounded like (laughs) jamie broke his keyboard but i don't think he did (laughs) he got really angry but that's okay you know that's that's honestly that's what makes hardcore really fun but i do want to say grass to you by the way because you got your your solo found to hit 60 and did you uh beat inferno or or beat hell or no no not yet at 60 okay
3: so I, I guess I guess I'll just transition into what I've been up to. Yeah. So as Antonio mentioned, uh, my solo self found no auction house wizard hit level sixty in hardcore. I I knew I was going to hit sixty before clearing hell just because uh I was basically having to farm because my gear wasn't quite good enough. What was it? Maybe two weeks ago, week and a half ago, I had a really close call. I mean I really would have been dead if I did not have over 38k life I was in act two nightmare and I uh, I'm trying to remember what, what the name of the area is, but it's like that first desert area that you go into and you know I I wasn't too scared and I saw a uh, Lakuni warrior champion pack and I'm like I, I should be able to handle these guys and I was taking them down they were going down my, my DPS was a little low but it was okay but, um, there were also Lacuni, um, I- I'm trying to remember if they were Stalkers or the other ones, the, uh, the female Lacunis. The-, the ones that throw the bombs and then are immune when they jump. That's so obnoxious that they become immune when they jump. That's <laughs> just so silly. But, um, then there were also some Wasps. And these, uh, this Champion Lacuni Warrior pack happened to be, let's see, Jailer... I don't remember what the rest of the Apexes were. But, um, they were definitely Jailers. And, uh, Yeah, I got jailed, and then I got hit by two of them when they were doing their special, you know, like their three-hit combo thing, and my health dropped to under 10%, and I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, I need to get out of here, and then I got hit by a bomb, and I got taken down to probably about maybe 60 health points. I was like, oh, my God, diamond skin. Okay, (laughs) uh, all right, potion. Green, go red? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was really, really red. I, I was... Well below the gargoyles' chin.
2: <laughs> Man, it's so like it's it's like gambling. When you, whether you win or lose, you still get that rush. But when you're close to dying, I swear, close calls actually hurt more than a death. Like I remember all my close calls. I get the and then you come back, so you're like, oh, yeah. But then when you die, you're just like, oh. yeah. You don't even know what to say. You kind of. Like, I thought my first reaction would be swearing and cussing and being so mad but you just you kind of sit there and stare at it like please tell me I'm dreaming it's like, yeah
3: it's like <laughs> disbelief you're like I don't mm-hmm. want to believe that I just died but yeah so at that point I'm like okay what am I going to do because uh, I was clearly not really in a great place so I started running <laughs> and I was dropping blizzards trying to slow them but you know, wasn't super effective. Oh, I think they were teleporting as well. Jailer teleporting. So I couldn't really get away from the warriors too well. And, uh, I I had dropped my ice armor and I had dropped the rune, um, that would freeze with blizzard. I was using the, uh, increased AoE on on the blizzard. So I had no, I had no capability of freezing them in place because, uh, my wizard was using electrocube blizzard on the mouse and then uh on my number 1 key was my only defensive skill which was diamond skin the rest was uh f- familiar with spark flint and magic weapon with uh... Um, what is it force weapon the one that's 15% extra
2: yeah that's force weapon
3: yeah and uh and of course uh energy armor so <laughs> I was like, oh boy, I don't really have a whole lot of defensive options here. Okay, let's run, let's run. Okay, I'm jailed. Okay, um, um, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I need to get away. Oh my goodness, oh, uh-oh, oh, uh -oh, my health's dropping again. Uh-oh, oh, oh, this could really be it. And then, oh good, my potion's off a cooldown. Okay, run, run, run. (laughs) And I was like, oh. Are able
2: to, like, think, like, think, like, kind of how you're talking right now, though? Like, you can actually kind of justify what you're doing. Like, when I get really low, I start mashing (laughs) keys. I I get so nervous that I just gotta, like, smash everything and hope one of it works, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah.
3: At that point, I was like, okay, I just need to get away so that I can possibly do a teleport, but I couldn't really get far enough away because they kept teleporting towards me. So I was like, okay, this isn't gonna work. I had to go for the zone border. And you know, I'd get jailed and then I'd be like, Okay okay, okay, diamond skins off cooldown, okay, I'm I'm safe for at least a couple more seconds. Mm-hmm. But I, I made it to the zone and I got back into <laughs> Caldeum, and I was like, Oh Oh my goodness, I almost <laughs> just died.
2: What do you use for passives on your wizard?
3: Uh I was using um blur, which if I wasn't using blur, my wizard would have been dead. Uh I was using galvanizing ward and I was using cold blooded. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> you know, up up until that point, like, I was I was doing fine. So, you know, I wasn't like going overly defensive with my wizard. I was just, you know, I was doing fine. And let's see, what I think I was using a two-handed staff. So I wasn't doing like a wand or, you know, one handed weapon and a, and a shield, which, by the way, I'm still not using a shield. I finally got a good one-handed weapon. And I really like it. And my DPS right now is just over 6k. So hell is going pretty pretty quick now. Also, the nice thing is now that I am at level 60, <laughs> you know, I'm now earning Nephilim Valor. So I'm like, okay, this helps with farming, you know, because it was so frustrating, you know, back before, back before I hit 60, I was, you know, I'd kill a champion or an elite pack, and they would drop just blue equipment. I'm like, oh, and even then it's like when a rare would drop, it would be like, Oh great, it's another mighty belt. Let me just hand <laughs> let me just set this next to the five hundred that I have. You yeah. know? It's like, ah, oh, of course. Were you
2: able to find any legendaries on your run up?
3: I found two legendaries. Um, but I haven't found a legendary in a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But um they were both low levels, but uh Yeah, it's been frustrating. Um for a while I was doing act one and i was i was just you know i was starting to get burnt out i'm like man i'm not finding anything i'm nervous to go back into act two (laughs) you know it's like but i kind of need to improve my gear so that i can you know clear act two and then maybe be able to handle act three or at least do you know fall the assassin runs in act two once i can handle it so what i was doing was i i was like oh This is is going so slow, and it was like at level 56 at at this point. I was like, all right, let's try try something crazy. So I jumped it up to MP10, and I went... Well, actually, I don't think I jumped immediately to MP10. I think I tried like two or three, and I was able to kill champion packs, but it, it was still not quick enough, so I'm like, all right, let's try MP10 Leoric's Manor, you know, and just clear that big mash of mobs. Because there's a ton of them. And, you know, it, it was worthwhile to do that. So I did that a couple times. The only thing is, if there's an elite pack, which sometimes there is in Leoric's manner, it's like, okay, let's get back to the waypoint before I die. Because I, I could take a hit, but that was about it.
2: You ever thought of going to, like, Whimsyshire and Normal or Nightmare and farming and see if maybe you can get, like, a Hirachic Hamburger? Like, that's got advanced... DPS, I mean, that would help, too. I That thought didn't come...
3: didn't really you know... didn't really... Pop in? Yeah. <laughs> Ma- namely, because I don't have all the parts for the Staff of Hurting yet, because I haven't been farming oh. for it. And, okay. you know, it's just... I don't know. Whimsy Shire doesn't really seem, like, fun right now.
2: It's, it's definitely... I, I, wanna ch- I haven't checked it on PTR yet, but uh, i Pretty sure they've affected density in there, too, because it was pretty low. Yeah. So I want to see that is. But it, in Hardcore, it. it's a really good moneymaker. Um, I mean, you can still sell stuff on the auction house, right? Yeah. Like, so you can buy yourself better gems and stuff, right? But, or craft.
3: Yeah, I could craft, but um, right. no, no no buying off the auction house.
2: No, I meant, like, have sell your gold, sell stuff on the auction house to get gold so that you can craft your gems. Oh,
3: right. Well, I'd still also run into the problem of not having enough tomes and stuff.
2: Yeah, I suppose. But either way, I was just saying, there's. it seems like um, it's a really good moneymaker. I'm going to start doing a lot of runs with Spectrums, and heroic Hamburger seem to go for a lot. A buddy of mine actually found a heroic Hamburger normal with uh, 14 level reduction and had 100 DPS. So at level, what was it? I think level 14 or 15, you can have 100 DPS... On, a, on an item with an open socket, that's insanely high. Yeah, that's really good pretty for crazy. <laughs>
3: yeah, so after my close call, I was like, okay, I need, I need to, you know, like I still want to play, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm on edge. I, I don't think I'm gonna play too well. So switched over to Softcore and joined Torak and his buddy, and I think it was Nine Pad that they were doing Ubers runs, so I joined them, I hopped on my throwing barb, because I don't really have good CM gear for my wizard, at least not good enough to, you know, lock down the Ubers bosses, and since they were doing MP6, I was like, yeah, my wizard, although my wizard's really good, kind of squishy, and I really like playing as a throwing barb, so went with that, and Res Torek, I don't know how many times, but, um, <laughs> he, we, we, we let's see he finally got the organ piece that he needed to craft his first hellfire ring so that was cool and i got zero organs for all three realms and i was like oh it's mp6 and no organs that's awesome but uh so yeah i did that and then you know bounced back and forth on my wizard and then uh just the other night um what was it uh i think who, who was it yeah nine Pat and i helped commander bird get his his demon hunter to 60 and we helped him clear hell so commander bird is now in inferno and he uh he somebody gifted him a manticore with two sockets and i was like wow that's pretty awesome that's cool he thought i had given it to him i was like. No, if I had found... <laughs> yeah,
2: right, never. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm very generous.
3: I'm but if it was a Manticore, I probably would not have um, handed that down, unless if I had another one.
2: Yeah, well, uh, actually, um, depending on how the other roles are, like, there are two socket Manticores going for extremely cheap nowadays, too. I'm Actually, I'm pretty sure the one that I have on my Demon Heart, because it has under 1,000 DPS, was... I th- I think under under 300,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's ridiculous how bad they are in price now. You have to have the best of the best to get anything on the auction softcore.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and the the last thing was uh I I played my softcore wizard last night. I had finished watching a movie and I was rather intoxicated, I guess you could say so i was like yeah I'm, i, I want to play diablo but obviously i can't play my hardcore character because i don't want to have a drunken death that that would be the worst oh no i'd wake up oh my god i'd wake
2: up i'd wake up i mean that and, would be amazing for nevic <laughs> to have a story like that <laughs> yeah
3: oh man that would have been so disappointing so yeah i i did i think i did one run and i was like all right yeah i should probably go to bed <laughs> Let, let me just down like three glasses of water, so that way hopefully I don't wake up with a hangover, which I didn't really, but I was tired. But yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to. So Jen, what have you been up to?
0: I've actually had time to play for a while because my work had slowed down for a bit. Um, I just picked up another Mm -hmm. gig in the last couple days, so we'll see how that goes, Um, (laughs) but I did get time to play. Um, I've been playing a few different characters. My barbarian is in hell mode, and she's now at level 52. And she just took down the Skeleton King really, really fast with the help of a listener of the show. I'm going to probably mispronounce his name, but I'm going to try. I think it's Areeja. I-R-I-J-A-H. Something like that. Um, and, you know, he's, I love when listeners you know stop and say hello when I'm playing D3. That just makes my night. I'm like, that's so cool. And he said he likes our show and he listens and he found us because of the uh, Lyliria fan site on Twitter. He found us that way. Yeah, so that, oh, that was kind of cool, um, and he gave me presents, which was lovely, <laughs> um, <laughs> which always makes <laughs> me happy too. Um, I, he, had, he gave me a couple of set pieces for my Barbarian. I've got now an Immortal King's Tribal Binding, one of those, you know, and um, what else is the other one? Immortal King, something else, Eternal reign, and he gave me the 300th Spear which I've been wanting yeah and I was like oh my god this is so cool you know um, yeah and right. so after that I'm like you know I'm gonna go take down the skeleton king wanna come with and he did and so we played for a while and that was always cool because I love playing with people that like our show you know it's like oh cool let's go play it's just more fun you know So that was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. That was really fun. So big thank you to Orija for helping me out and giving me such nice presents that I have to grow into. So that's my next goal, is to grow my uh, Barbarian into those nice little weapons there. Um, But that was really fun. And then um, Sean and I are still playing, and we're still in Act 3 of normal mode. (laughs) and um we haven't had a lot of time to play together so it's like an hour here an hour there an hour here kind of thing so it's like slowly making progress we're still at level i think i'm at 29 my demon hunter is at 29 and his barbarians at 28 and we've decided his barbarian now has a last name you know Mm -hmm. it sucker no (laughs) no That's an ongoing joke, no. Um, well, his barbarian's name Smashes, because he smashes everything, you know, mm-hmm. as you would. And uh, I've noticed that, like, he will go and smash barrels, even if there's, like, one of those little, you know, lanterns on it. And, oh, right. you know, he ends mm-hmm. up engulfed in flames, so his, his barbarian's name is now Smashes Stands in Fire. S-T-A-Z-E-N-F-Y-R Smashes, stands in fire, there he goes Engulfed in flame, you know, it was just fun (laughs) Um, So we did We had a couple of achievements, I'm trying to remember Which ones they were, I think it was Historian of Ararat or something like that I think we got Mm -hmm. that one And we got
2: I saw you guys pop in those. Those are impressive achievements because they take a They do, years. you
0: know. <laughs> they really do. And yeah. they pop up and I'm like, ooh, ooh, what'd we get? What'd we get? You know? <laughs> and um, some of them I got, some of them he got, and some of them we both got. So it was just kind of, you know, different things. But we got that one. And let me see what the other one was. It was something else. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. What's the other one? Oh, I got uh, the Raren to Go achievement. We You got to oh, kill yes. a whole bunch of uh, mm-hmm. gold monsters. That was fun. So, That was kind of cool, you know. I got the espionage one where you gotta go find all the books and read them. That was just just playing with Sean, just those. Um, So that was cool, and I also had time to actually play with my little wizard, who is still in Act 1, and now it's finally at level 12, so it's very little low-level alt. Um, Still in normal mode, and uh, got him as far as the Skeleton King, and not too much farther after that. And I did this event called Family of Wrath, Any of you heard of that before?
3: Yeah, I've run into it every now and then.
0: That's the first time I've seen it. You know? And, um, when you went, which follower did you bring?
3: Um, I normally have the scoundrel.
0: Okay. Because if you bring the Templar, he says something to the ghost. Oh. In it. Yeah, I'm trying to. Where did I put it? Um. Uh, have it somewhere. Hold on just a second and I'll find out what he says. But it, it was something like, you know, the girl comes up to you and says please help my family. And she's a ghost and, you know, she wants her family to be at rest. And the Templar says something to the effect of, like, you know, be careful because ghosts lie. And then you go through the event and you slaughter her family of ghosts and put them at rest. And, you know, she says thank you. And at the end the Templar says something like um, I was mistaken about her. Some ghosts stay to finish uh-huh. things or something and he like you know retracts his original thought on it and I thought that was kind of neat I didn't expect an event to appear that would have like a storyline coming from a follower
4: mm-hmm. even a yeah. little
0: one You know, so it was kind of neat it was just random um, and I think that's about it I know I got like a wizard only achievement I think it was uh, the one where you wear uh, you have a staff a wizard's hat and a source
3: oh okay yeah Something uh, to do
0: with clothing, what was it? Yeah, uh, the
3: class the class equipment, yeah, achievements.
0: something like that. I got that one, um, thought that was kind of fun, and that's really all I did, and I feel like I had a lot of time to play between last show and this show, and I don't know if that's going to continue, but I hope so.
3: Well, hopefully not too much time, given the fact that, you know, you s- still need to keep busy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bringing bring in the all-important monies.
0: Well, right. Otherwise, you know, yeah, you have to pay the bills. That's <laughs> just the way yeah. it is. But I just, um, I am I picked up a gig writing movie reviews, of all things, like just in the last couple days. And it's been incredibly fun. But it does take time because, you know, you got to go watch the movie and you got to go yep. write about the movie. And it's just, I'm having a great time. But it's going to cut into the time I was playing D three when I didn't have as much work. Um, but we'll see. You know, I'm really hoping my next show that I'll be able to be really close to getting into the gear that I got, <laughs> and we'll see what happens.
2: You're gonna make Inferno seem like a lot easier for you. You're, you're gonna. We've been warning mm-hmm. you. Like Inferno, you guys said that I'll about Hell there. too. You're gonna put. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna put IK and all this extra gear on, and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, (laughs) especially if you leave it on MP zero, to where um,
3: the uh, monster density changes that are coming in 108, they only are in effect when you have monster power enabled. So if you play at MP zero, there will be no difference as it like from today in terms of monster
2: density." Do you think that's a good idea? Actually, I don't. I don't I, I think it. it is.
3: I I think it yeah. is because otherwise you could get to Inferno and then just get overwhelmed. Because if yeah. if you you know there there are still people who are new to this game. Um, I'm trying to uh, a listener, I think it was Arak, I think, messaged me the other mm-hmm. day, and and he was like, yeah, because he just got to level 60, and he was like, yeah, I just picked up this game last week. I was like, whoa what? You just got this game last week? Wow. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, I'd been holding off and a couple of my, I, I've been hearing that the game's a lot better than, than it was when it launched. Mm-hmm. So I decided to give it a shot and he just, he's fallen in love with the game. so Well, that's
0: so, good hair, you know, that's cool.
3: I was like, wow, that's cool. That's awesome.
2: I do wish that they had the, you could go like MP1 in normal and have that kind of density. Yeah. Too. Yeah, that would be, be nice, awesome. but, um,
0: I don't Again. Know. I've been playing my wizard at MP1 in normal, and I I'll have to see like how that affects it then. If I leave them on that.
2: I think they just want you to not be able to get to level 60 in 30 seconds That's why they <laughs> yeah. do it. Well, it already takes that like, and three hours, in softcore two or three but hours. Yeah, the monster you know, density only. changes
3: only affect Inferno and oh. only if you have monster power enabled, so. Okay. So it, it's a good, it's a good decision, I think, because uh, yeah, they, there's a pretty drastic change when you turn on monster power. The uh, density does get ramped up, and there were there, there were a couple moments when I was on the PTR and I was like, whoa, this is actually pretty dangerous right now. You know, I was only playing at like MP3, and my wizard normally, you know, does. I, I don't even really have to pay attention most of the time, and. Yeah, I was having to pay attention because there's a lot of mobs on the screen. And when there's a lot of mobs and they all throw bombs, you have to be careful of where you're standing.
2: Yeah, I know. Now I'm tempted and I'm going to be tempted in hardcore to uh, play MP1 because I'm going to want the density. But I don't, you know, I suppose if you're going to be if you're going to be farming Act 3, it doesn't matter because I don't think that's changed. So you can keep that. But like MP1 or Act Ones and 2... You're gonna to want to play MP1 a lot more with having mm, more density, yeah. you know. So hopefully, I don't get myself killed that way. But real quick, congrats! 60s. All
1: wow.
0: right, awesome. Yeah. Hey, nice job. Yeah.
2: Um, so that was quick. Wow. <laughs>
0: Nicely done.
3: Yeah. So, <laughs> <sighs> you and Sean need to play more. You, you guys, you guys need to finish Act Three and get into Act Four and at least complete the game by May fifteenth.
0: By May fifteenth yeah I'm gonna try to do that and make sure we schedule more time to to play together now. I'm certain that Sean will want to finish the game through normal, but I'm not certain he will continue after that. yeah but yeah, yeah. it would be it would be kind of you know considering that these are the two characters, the one that he's playing and the one that I play when I play with him, we rolled those characters on launch night. That's how thirty seven the demon hunter got her name after Error Thirty Seven. So yeah, we really do need to kinda like kick it up a notch and see if we can get through the game. Yeah. Yep.
3: Well, there's, you know, about a little less than a month until May fifteenth rolls around. Can't believe I know, wow. when you say
2: that it's like, whoa.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <You
3: know?
4: laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So Before we jump into our community section, let us mention our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook. Along with that free audiobook, you will have 30 days of of free trial with Audible. That trial will basically give you the ability to participate in any of their member-only deals, and you will also get digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And if you do continue your membership, every month you will get another credit, which you can use on on any of over 100,000 audiobooks to choose from. So, uh, I mean, no matter what your taste is in books, I'm sure you're going to find not just many things, but tons of many things that, you're, that you'll probably be interested in. And, say, you're a driver, you know, audiobooks work really well, <laughs> because, you know, you can't read while driving, but you can listen, so... Go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So, yes. When I was doing the show prep this morning, I was like, oh my goodness, we have a ton of tweeters. So, um, Antonio, I'm going to let you tackle the first half, and then I'll tackle the second half.
2: Alright, sounds good. So, at Deladria, or Deladria, which is Torak, said crafted my first hellfire ring last night. That's April 10th. Huge thanks to the at Shadow Soulstone community. Great people. So That's good. I'm guessing that's the one yeah. you were
3: talking about helping Yeah, so this? it must have been April 10th when I had okay. my really big scare. And
2: then at nevik says had a below the gargoyle chin moment with my hardcore wizard in Act 2 Hell. Ran softcore Ubers. Does that mean that you did that afterward? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. With some shattered soul song peeps to claim to calm my nerves oh and see the second part with the page break <laughs> okay so at jc monkey d3 says and james at medros at shattered stone good old white white wine i'm sure is referring to our show <laughs> uh, previous
3: to that i had um prefaced the, our episode 37 um being uh, published i was like yeah i might have been um i may have consumed a particular liquid um while recording <laughs> the show and then met was all uh, like he he like did an emote where he's like looked at the show title yeah i
2: think i remember seeing that
3: <laughs> yeah and um yeah our good friend jamie he he it's not just white white wine as in w-i-n-e it was Wine, as in, do you want some wine with your wine? Mm-hmm. As
0: in complaining. So it's
3: W H I N E.
0: Or I guess whinging, depending on where you're from. Uh huh. mm
4: Mhm.
2: Yeah.
3: Aww. Yeah. I'm
2: <laughs> negative, So. But there you go. Okay. At the real J French, Jesse says, "Listening to episode 37, and it turns out my hardcore character died like a boss." Thanks at the Brescia at Shatter Soulstone. Hashtag dead and waiting.
3: Well, it's better to have died like a boss than died like a balls. <laughs> I'm sure Ruland Dune just appreciated that.
2: At the Laudria says, At heard my tweet Soulstone, re- heard my tweet read in episode 37. Yes, I'm a guy. Nevik knows me better in game as Torak, the frequently dead wizard. <laughs>
0: Oh, Aha! <laughs> frequently dead yeah, wizard. Frequently it's dead. It's hard to tell sometimes if you don't know the name of someone on Twitter <laughs> versus the name you see in game versus the name that might come in with a email. You know who it is and and which pronoun you should use. Yeah. You know. So now we know.
2: Yeah, I've been getting some ads and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, exactly. what are These people. And I, I was actually talking with Torak on uh, Mumble. I was like, I got an ad for someone in the Ledger. I don't even know who the hell that is. He's like, it's me. It's like, oh, like, yeah. It's really <laughs> hard well, to that tell. Well, that explains so, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. At Chano says, At Shatter Soulstone, announcer in this clip for TV show, Hannibal on NBC. Also, the barbarian in. Hashtag jabo Three sounds like it to me, and then he links a YouTube um, yeah link
3: yeah. And I listened to it, and he does definitely sound like the Barbarian. I don't know if it's actually the same voice actor or not,
0: but we were trying to figure it out. It did sound very similar, you know. It had a little less. I don't know. The Barbarian's a little different in sound, but um, it's it might have been the same guy, or it's someone that's doing a really good imitation. Anyway, people can check it out and see what they think.
2: Yeah. And we have another tweet from at Tig Jamie. Is this, I think that's right. At Shatter Soulstone, do you guys mm-hmm. think BlizzCon will announce... At Do you guys think at BlizzCon they will announce the expansion? Sorry, I can't read tonight. I think so. At least by then, if not sooner.
3: Yeah, that's... Yeah, I... I would be shocked, shocked, I tell you, if they did not announce the expansion at BlizzCon, if not sooner.
0: I think so they'll God. save it till BlizzCon. Yeah. So they'll have. So they have big any other big do. things
2: yeah. um, before then, um, like Worldwide mm-hmm. Invitational or any other?
3: I don't think they're doing a Worldwide Invitational this year, and historically, Blizzard has never made a presence at E3, so. Um, and Pax Prime, or wait, no, Pax East just happened, and that's when they announced Hearthstone. Right. I'm trying to trying to remember where Pa when Pax Prime is. It's it's in the fall, right?
0: Don't remember. But
3: but I don't think that they would with the proximity to BlizzCon. I don't think they would announce it there because you know Hearthstone yeah. is Hearthstone made sense right, to announce it at Pax East.
2: I mean, it's it's it, it's not, well, it's <laughs> not nothing. It's like Magic: The exactly. Gathering, only Come on. virtual and more wow. I'm sure we'll I mean, all play that guy, but still, probably. Me I mean, I used to play I was, Magic. I was but, half excited for like a, a game to talk about a game, and then when I saw that, I was like.
0: <laughs> it's not what you wanted. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want to see the artwork on it because that was the coolest part of like Magic the Gathering was the artwork on the cards. So we'll see how it goes. Edzig
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jamie again says Ed Woot just hit the 150k DPS mark. no yeah, That's pretty like, cool. That's Yay. it. Are you kidding? That's all yeah. you have? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, my
3: my wizard my wizard doesn't even do that much DPS yet. Really? So. Well, not not on the uh, <laughs> paper sheet yet.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she she,
2: she I doesn't. I don't think mine even does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> at Ruindune, dune. Oh my! At never James plus white wine equals shattered soulstone era uh, episode thirty seven. Uh, uh, nice. Oh my god! Uh, we should sure. have named
0: the show that. <laughs> <Era episode laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah. What can I say? That that white wine was very tasty and very naughty.
2: You could really tell. I mean, usually <laughs> if you have something, you can't really tell against you, but I, I was—I got a lot of lols out of that myself, no, know you me. know? Oh. <laughs> I was out of my mind. All right. And at the elude says, best item in, Di- in hashtag Diablo 3? I think so. And he says, at Shader Shilson, at Lear, and he has a link of
1: a the, it, the hammer jammers. Yeah, and it's uh, the hammered large hammer jammers. These hammer jammers cannot be touched. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> they are awesome. Oh, that rocks.
4: Look
3: at that. <laughs> yep. You can't touch them. So, um, yes. <laughs> so, th- with the second half of the tweedos, I kick this one. I kick this off with uh, I respond to Bidcar42 on Twitter, and I said, As I pondered in Shattered Stone episode 37, what kind of cow produces pepper jack cheese? <laughs> and then Bidcar responded back to me, and including Shattered Stone, said, You raise the cow from a calf on only hot peppers. She's not a happy cow, but not all cheese comes from happy cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he's got a sharp wit so then we got uh, we got inundated from tweets from lantonio as he was listening to episode 37 um so his lantonio's first tweet is 5 minutes into shattered stone episode 37 and already lots of lols glorious hardcore pass out death priceless <laughs> thanks <laughs> punk <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was, that was good. I was laughing pretty hard when you told me about that. Oh, yeah. Wake up, <laughs> dead screen.
1: Ah, oh, crap.
3: Yeah. So then, Lantonio, with his next tweet, um, at the Shadowstone and at me, LOL, wow, Nev, really showing your negative side against the dead and waiting crew on episode 37. LOL, watch out for karma. And that's with a C. So. Is that not
2: how it's spelled? I don't know. I don't write, <laughs> man. It's, oh. it's with a K, well, but, you, know. you You put it in quotations,
3: so I thought it was an intentional misspelling.
2: <laughs> no, no I, I have no idea. Play along it. it was intentional. Fast. I'm not going to look it up. But, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. completely yeah. intentional. Yeah. Don't you get it? You're too much of yeah. a noob to not get it. Yeah. Well,
3: I do I do have to deal with um lots of drivers and cars so well
2: you know what Nevik, do you remember episode 37
3: <laughs> i remember bits and pieces of it it was also the anniversary of my accident where <laughs> i nearly died so yeah i that that's kind of why i was so inebriated that episode it's
0: understandable <laughs> you know
3: yeah so then lantonio with his next tweet was big thanks to the fellow shattered soulstone host for the appraisal on episode 37 meaning the appraisal of his editing on the dead and waiting nights means a lot and i only feel like i'm getting better with every edit in yes you are thank you yes i, I definitely <laughs> i i i like the fact that there's actually breathing room in the in the
2: audio i like the fact that it doesn't take me 6 hours to edit a
0: Oh yeah. Saying. Yeah, the first yeah. thing you edit takes forever and you make all the dumb mistakes the first time you edit, and then you make a couple more the next time, and then you start yeah, getting ep- better. I yeah. wouldn't really call them
3: dumb mistakes. I would just call I would call them um obsessive
2: compulsive
0: Oh well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. a little.
2: Yeah. Episode thirty three, I think, was an hour and in- 30 minutes before I edit and it took me less than two hours to do it so I, did, I think oh, I'm getting a lot good. better yeah that's yeah. pretty good
4: yeah
2: so then your last <laughs> your, <laughs> your,
3: your last tweet to us was have to agree with queen of haiku on the reddit stories Lactanian's son was amazing to me when I read the last quote I was really brought back to my diablo one days and that was really really cool
0: yeah, yeah. It's no, nice like to hear that, that you got that out of that story too.
2: I actually figured it out at the beginning kind of, but it and then But that, that last line, there. you know, you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sanctity of this place has been
0: fouled. Exactly. I was like, yep. "Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that." <laughs> yep. It makes you just want to go play D1 again, you know. Yeah, kind you of.
3: You know what? Mm-hmm. I hope that somebody out there with the uh with the recently um upgraded Dev tools that you can that you can hack into Torchlight 2 with. They, re- I, I've heard that there's some a couple of Diablo mods for Torchlight 2. It would be pretty awesome if they could do a pretty close um, recreation of Diablo 1. That you know, more cool. so than what was created with uh, the Starcraft 2 engine. That'd be pretty cool. I'll have to look into that. Find find more information on that because I do have Torchlight 2. I s- still need to play finish that, so yeah, and nobody has anything to say, nope. so I'm just gonna continue well you summed
0: <laughs> it up just fine, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, like you- you're the one who knows about that stuff,
4: yeah, so
3: <laughs> our next tweet came from came to us from Lyra and it was in response to the eludes tweet about the hammer jammers. she responded at the Iude in at Chattered Stone, to legit, sir. And then in parentheses, too legit to fit. I
1: love her. I'll tell you, you know what? If we can get BlizzCon tickets, we need to get a picture, a group picture with Alara, and have us wear those hammer jammer type pants, and that would be hilarious. Oh.
4: <laughs> I would
1: do it. Man. I don't care. I'd do it.
3: I oh. I hate to admit this, but it was in the '80s, all right, folks. I had. Oh yeah.
1: Hey, I warm every track
2: meet. Yep.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they almost make sense with the, the 80s. Track, 80s. you know. <laughs> well, at least
2: not the low 80s.
4: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> so, as as my two children continue to be brats, our next tweet came came to us from Reilly Dune, and he emotes extends fist bump to my non coffee drinking brother from another mother at the Brasia regarding episode 37, Ooh. and then a winky face. <laughs> I do, I just don't get it. I, I well I mean I understand with Rill and Dune, you know he he has he has a stomach that can't handle coffee.
0: Oh well that makes a difference. It's
1: totally taste for yeah. me. It's, yeah. he I can't, can't taste, handle it. Can't stand coffee and can't stand beer. I just don't like the taste.
0: What?
2: Uh, oh, oh, wait no. wait wait a minute I can do the coffee thing. Uh, I know. You just. I'm a hard totally... liquor guy. <laughs> I can't
1: help it. That's just... Bracia. Uh, I'm
2: there you go. The show. Gee, right. that's list. the way
0: to go. <laughs> <laughs> I just removed
2: Hebrasia from my Diablo three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Diablo III. laughs> wow! But, yeah, that's pretty that's harsh. a big thing to throw on us, there, man. I know. We just we just got blindsided oh. by that.
0: Yeah, well, well hey. you know, hard liquor's wow. better anyway. I mean, like I I can't drink anything or eat anything that has gluten in it. Beer has gluten, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Unless you want to dig up one that's you know gluten free, which is going to be more expensive and harder to find. So, I mean. You know, and you, you not don't taste ha- this good. Yeah, you know, probably not. Not that I've seen so far. Um, harder liquor is not a problem. <laughs> so and I'll you never go. get
1: non-alcoholic. Beer. Yeah. Just will not understand that.
0: Uh, there would yeah, be no point for me, me to good. do that at all. You know, <laughs> Dad, <None. laughs>
2: that, that comment I can understand, but yeah. I have here. tried.
1: I'm telling you, yeah, only type know, of beer I've never. liked has have to, to have fruit in it. It's like um, blueberry.
2: Did you I go, did to, go college, to college, Brasia? And you didn't like to no, get the uh, hard alcohol. What do you call it, acquired taste? <laughs> Vodka, schnapps, Oh, else. man. I don't know if I could have done a hard alcohol cake stand. No, so see, I oh. didn't. My oh. college never had any sprats uh, or anything. So. Now, when
3: you've tried beer, has it primarily been like ales or other yeah. lagers? I've tried oh.
0: have,
3: have you tried like stouts and stuff like that, a darker beer? Oh, yeah. Have you tried
0: Guinness? That's like my, one of my friends' favorite Guinness. Nah. Yeah. I miss is, Guinness. Yeah, it's too man. Thick for me. Guinness
4: is good. Mm.
3: Okay, well, let's not the let's not dwell on that though. because I don't want to get bummed. So um
4: <laughs> beer <laughs> Yeah.
3: Okay, so then Braja responded to Rillandune, and he said, No coffee needed to get this guy going. And then he emotes fist bump. So
0: <laughs> No, I it's just know, probably. I need what? coffee. <laughs> I, I need coffee seriously. I just can't coffee. imagine.
3: So what? What does get you going, Brasia?
1: A good night's sleep.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go.
3: <laughs> I was hoping for something a little more colorful, like you know, like snorting a line of caffeine or something like that. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, usually it's a uh, it's a foot to the back of my uh, from to my backside, kicking me out of bed. That gets me going in the morning. Oh, 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 yeah. Get up. You need to get to work. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so yeah, the last tweet, oh my goodness. Is from me and I said, love the Shattered Stone community. Last night, Ninepad Gaming and I helped J ninety nine eighty one and that is Commander Bird. Hit level sixteen, get into Inferno on his Demon Hunter, his first level sixty, and then I did it. Cheer, um uh Modicon. Awesome.
0: Yay! Yeah. Yay. So cool. Red, Commander Bird, yep. that's very cool.
3: Yeah. Okay, so now that we got the tweeters out of the way, now we just have this uh, this email stuff to get out of the way, which why I I'm, I'm saying that as if as
2: I actually have one intro that's kind of small, and then like, I'm all caught up too if we have time for
4: it. Oh, go for it. Yeah, okay, go. yeah, sure, do it. Do just it. real
2: quick. Do the, it.
3: This is uh, an it's... introduction from our forums. Like, there's a thread on the forums where Antonio. Has, um, has basically asked everyone who signs up on the forums to give a brief introduction of who they are, you know, their gaming history, whatever whatever they feel like sharing.
2: Basically, yep, it can be whatever or as long or as short as you want. Not too long. Okay, this one's from Eric. Uh, That's CC. what she said? Yep.
4: Oh. And <laughs> mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Nevik, you don't help the show move on any faster. You know what, I mean? what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, Mush. Come on, let's let's Mush. get this Hello, show. Hello, my <laughs> name is Anthony. I've been playing uh, CRPGs since I have since I had an Apple E in the 1980s. I live in Connecticut with my wife and two girls. Today, I mostly play WoW and D3, but have a few others I mess with a little bit from time to time. He leaves his BattleTech ARAG 12. Ten and uh, and his Twitter at ahragcc and that's a h r a g um, number sign one two one zero. Ah. right. Quick quick little aside the uh, mentioning the
3: Apple Two C E. The gaming that I did on that was SimCity. I I have fond memories of playing SimCity on you know a monochrome Apple machine. I was like man this game is awesome. (laughs) okay so brazier our first email comes to us from torak
1: ah torak and he writes to us hey soulstoners i've been listening to some of the old episodes and wanted to drop you a quick line about the episode with the red team gaming interview at one point sibco i think made a comment about the redundant repetitive regurgitative (laughs) and recycled nature of the multiple difficulties in the game while this wasn't as much of an issue for me, my girlfriend had pretty much stopped playing because of the, that precise reason. Once she beat Nightmare difficulty, she said, why do I have to repeat this again to hit 60?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel
1: that this is a valid point to make, and I think that the part of the problem with the repetitive nature of the game stems from the mediocre degree of randomness when compared to D2. Granted, I have multiple 60s, and will continue to play. However, I have noticed every area has a flow or a setup, and can navigate them all with relative accuracy. This leads to a feeling of "sigh, I've been here two hundred times before."
3: Wow, And Bresha, you are roboting a little bit tonight.
0: Just a little. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it's 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 not too bad. So, Tomo we... no, 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 you're you're fine. It <laughs> just just <laughs> yeah, a little that's... bit. Just just. Just the t- you know, just a little bit. I was about I to say hope just this just a tip.
1: Random wilderness area. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> Going on with Torak uh email. I hope this random uh wilderness area is really kicking up a notch in the expansion. Well I'll shut up and get back to the podcast and key runs. See you all in game. Sean, aka Torak. Well, I kind thanks. Of a- agree because it feels like I know that they really wanted to set a story through this whole thing but
4: Mm -hmm. it just
1: you know like they they try to do the randomness instead of the entire map area being random it's kind of they section the randomness and then it it still just feels too but at the same time I mean I kind of like that because in some way it kind of keeps the continuity of the story but I don't know if it's it's, just a Overdone, too much story and too little randomness of action RPG. Yeah,
3: that and I—I I remember back in D two, you know, there there'd be times where you'd be like, "Man, where the heck is the entrance to this cave that I need to go to?" <laughs> and oh gosh, and then like Act Two, the desert, oh, and oh, those uh, those worm tunnels, oh my goodness, yeah.
1: Where is Talvasha's tomb?
3: Megat Lair. But um, actually, uh, th- the whole thing with the the um having to repeat the game, essentially four times. Uh, I was talking to um, one of my uh, former arena teammates back back in WoW, back in the Burning Crusade. He was like, he was asking me, is Diablo 3 endless? And I was like, well, no, there's an end to it, but there's no end of my interest in it (laughs) and he was like oh okay so there is a definitive end and i was like yeah yeah you know you, you go through normal and you complete normal and you usually end up right around level 30 maybe 32 and then you go through nightmare and then you should be close to level 50 if not 50 and then you do hell and then you hit level 60 and then once you complete hell then you do inferno and i was like wow that really does seem really ridiculous to you know, some people who aren't used to replaying the game four times, well, three times coming from Diablo 2, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you replay the game all the time, so in on one hand, you know, it's like you're replaying the game because you're hunting for items, so, you know, it's still fun to kill Insulate Demons and, you know, get a really good drop. That you hope is good, which most of the time isn't. But you know that's neither here nor there. But yeah, for for the uh, extremely casual gamer or the gamer who I shouldn't say that because it's not just casual gamers. Because you know we are to a certain extent casual gamers ourselves. Well, maybe not Antonio and Braja and myself, but uh, well, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> gee. Yeah, but um.
0: I don't know I think I get what you're saying like if you're new to the series like that kind of thing if you you didn't play D2 you didn't play D1 your experience isn't like you know those of us that played D1 started right there and went okay I'm gonna play this over and over again and oh look it's morning and then you do it again the next day you know that kind of thing you kind of get into this mode of you know it's it's repetitive but it's still interesting you know and there's still like I don't know if I'm gonna play D3 I wanna see a lot of stuff that I can slaughter and you get that, you know, every time.
3: Yeah, I, I, th- I think what it is, um, if you're more of a story-driven gamer, you know, like, once you complete the game, and therefore the story, the game doesn't really hold anything for you on your second, third, and fourth, and, you know, hundredth playthroughs. So, I, I can see that. You know, you, you finish you finish an RPG, and, well, unless if it's a really good RPG, or you have nothing else to play, you, nor- you don't, there's really no drive to replay it, because, you know, you've already experienced it. So,
0: yeah, I can and see I think that. that's part of the problem if you're coming from, like, World of Warcraft that's very story-driven, you know? Mm-hmm. And you come through this, and you get through normal mode, and you're like, okay, I'm going to the next one, I want to see more story, and it's the same story, you know, I can see where that might be a problem.
3: Wait a second, there's story in World of Warcraft?
0: Ooh, sorta.
3: <laughs> you Wait, you, you mean there's quest text? Yeah, you know, the thing <laughs> that you <laughs> click on
0: really fast that flies by, those those <laughs> yeah no yeah. i'm just kidding uh-huh. i'm just kidding i
3: used to do a lore podcast for wow so <laughs> there's definitely tons of story in there's tons cards.
0: there's like way more story in wow than there's ever going to be in d3 at least for now um mm-hmm. just you know there's the sheer volume of it is intimidating but yeah you know i could see like it's a little different if you're playing through a second time in an area on something like World of Warcraft that's story-driven because maybe you didn't go the same route or you went a different way or whatever. But with D3, yeah, the story is there. You get it all in Act 1. It's the same throughout. And if that's your if that's your interest and not, you know, just going in and slaughtering skeletons and stuff, um, mm-hmm. I could see where you'd get a little bit, you know... Stuck on well, this is repetitive, and I don't understand it, and I don't see the point, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. It's easier for like (laughs) if you just want to go in and slaughter things, this is the game, you know, more so than WoW, I think.
3: Yeah, I I suppose if maybe maybe this is an idea that they could implement for well, I guess for Diablo Four, if there is a Diablo (laughs) Four. (laughs) <laughs> or if they completely redo the entire game, you know, yeah, that's not going to happen. No. But um, may, maybe they could make normal, you know, the, like, bare bones story. And then you play through a nightmare and some of those random events actually are more meaningful in, like, in, in elaborating the story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I guess that's one way, you know, the random set pieces, they they could actually be... You know, really pivotal maybe not pivotal because then if you're not seeing them then you feel like you're missing out. But yeah. You know, they they could flesh out the backstory
0: a little bit better. Well I they guess. kind of they kind of do that a little bit. Yeah. Um, depending on which follower you bring with you if you're playing by yourself. Because like I said earlier, the Templar had something to say in that one event. You know, and if you bring yeah. the Enchantress through part of I think it's Act Four, she'll start telling you about um like the demons around you and the history and stuff yeah you know and it's creepy (laughs) but it works that kind of thing so i don't know there's a little bit but you wouldn't necessarily know to look for that
3: yeah it's not really an issue because you know it's a dungeon crawler Mm -hmm. you know the the story's there as a backdrop to what the game's about so so anyways let let's move on So, we got an email from Master Doe, and being that Master Doe is a huge lover of the Demon Hunter, Jen, can you tackle his email?
0: I can do that. So, Master Doe writes, Hi, dear Soulstoners. Oh, I like that. Dear Soulstoners. Um, He goes on to say, It's been a while since I wrote, but as you can see on my screenshot, I've been working on my achievements quite a bit. He did include a screenshot, and there's a whole bunch of achievements in here, and I can't quite figure out what they are, but they're shiny. Mm -hmm. At least least one of them is... um, There's a few. Maybe he talks about in the email. If not, we'll go into that. Um, Okay, so he goes on to say, Listening to the podcast dead and waiting number two, I wanted to add comments. First of all, Nevik, it's funny you remember the Cauldron of Jordan. I haven't heard about that since launch, I guess. And he's got like a little face (laughs) that he made. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes on to say, I have to correct you in that the Cauldron of Jordan was in the beta, in closed beta, Friends and Family. Um, that's right, but it was in the beta. Second, the mystic should be back in the next expansion. I have not much doubts about that. Why? Just tell me why the blacksmith still can't craft rings and amulets. Tell me why the jeweler doesn't either, even if he can craft special rings and amulets. The mystic could do it in the beta and should be able to do it again when she'll be back. He goes on uh, from there. He says, And do you remember the elixirs? Those kind of buffing potions, ma- major elixir of heroism that enhanced off- offensive combat combat abilities, major elixir of resilience that enhance defensive combat abilities the same way they disappeared during closed beta since they were too powerful. But remembering all that, I had an idea to submit. What about having the mystic driving magic essence from any piece of loot into potions? The more powerful the item being leached, the more powerful the potion. Of course the item would be so emptied that only non-magical crafting materials should be left. I think 30 seconds is a good compromise between overpower and time, isn't it? And he ends it with, by the way, Gratz Lantonio, I still have some hard times understanding your speaking velocity, but you did a really (laughs) nice job in those two episodes. Keep on going, guy. And he finishes with, love you all, your French friend, Master (laughs) Doe.
3: Well, there you go. Thank you. You you have a ringing endorsement from a Frenchman.
0: There you go. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what these achievements are in the picture? I mean, I can see one says level 60.
3: I I can't really identify them, but um his overall achievement progress is at 96% in this screenshot.
0: Oh, that's true. So he's he's got a lot of them.
3: Yeah, he he's like maxed out. Like he's got all of a number of categories. But because he is playing on the French client and my French is really really rusty and the fact that i haven't compared it against our us client i can't exactly tell you which ones are which so
0: oh okay i figured the pictures might be the same so you could kind of tell from there but, oh yeah um, the
3: icons are all the same but yeah
0: like one of them is Asmodon, but i don't know which yeah. one is in there so it's probably Asmodon. yeah oh that's that's probably it and i can see the 60 i'm not sure of the rest but there's yeah 90 96% is it there's a kill diablo
2: kill asmodan and then six level 60s on different characters Oh, okay. Yeah. I have it. I have it zoomed in on another tab, and yeah, I've I've seen those. So
0: that's a lot of achievements. It's a lot of work. Yeah.
3: Yep. So that that must be what he's been working on. I, I wonder how his um his close quarters combat melee demon hunter is doing.
0: He'll have to write in and let us know with an update.
3: Yeah, because I think he was doing a hardcore one.
0: So. I I think so. I think it was him.
3: Yeah, because he loves the demon hunter.
0: They are fun. I don't know why. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun.
3: Sure. I'll take a look for it <laughs> So our next email comes to us from Doug, and he says, Good evening, Soulstoners. I have been giving some thought to your discussion in episode 36 mm-hmm. about what to do concerning the auction house. Instead of trying to address all the concerns, I will give my two cents on the matter based on my perspective. For the record, I don't have all the answers, and there is plenty of room for modification and improvement. I started playing Diablo 3 just after Christmas. Since playing, I have spent an additional $10 of my own money to buy gold to use in the game. I'm in my early 40's and haven't really played online since Diablo 2, so I might be out of touch in regards to spending real money to get virtual currency. I had to do this once I reached Inferno, I believe I was at patch 104 and that sounds about right. That was uh, before the really big nerf to Inferno when they introduced monster power. He continues, I wasn't able to progress much further without better gear. As luck would have it, my first character is a barbarian so it's very gear oriented. The first five dollars uh, (in parentheses, 18 million, approximately 18 million gold at 27 cents per million was used up within a few days on the auction house to get better gear that allowed me to enjoy leveling Inferno whether Blizzard created this situation as additional rev- revenue can be up for debate. I prefer to avoid that discussion for fear this email could become almost Gosu in size. And that's in reference to that massive thread that Gosu posted.
0: Oh, that's um, right. The giant wall of text. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Since then, I have spent another $5 20 million gold at 25 cents per million, which has been sitting in my stash because I have gained some new friends and along the w- along the way their generosity has allowed me to further my gear, or er, further gear my barbarian and oh, I didn't read this Witch Doctor, great
1: Yay, Doug
3: oh, I have been playing <laughs> it forward by giving other people I have gotten to uh, know my older gear those that were playing Diablo 3 since it came out were able to sell rares and legendaries for large, bordering on, on obscene amounts of gold and real money. See this thread on the IGN forums, and we'll include that link in our in our show notes. I'm finding that those, like myself, that started months after the launch are not gold heavy because most drops, rares and legendaries, are not very good based on characters, playing style, and even more so with the influx of other like items in the auction house. It's become cheaper to buy, but it's just as cheap to sell, so the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor. Law of of supply and demand. Blizzard is working on lesser drops with better stats. I for one would prefer getting my items that way based on my Diablo 2 days, but until those changes are implemented, I feel that newer builds will struggle uh, monetarily until you spend the time to farm. Act 3 of course, which is also getting addressed in the next patch. I agree that Blizzard needs to do something about the normal, which are white items, and magic, which are blue items, in the auction house. Maybe set up an option of searching two different auction houses based on player level. If the player is below and uh, whatever is the highest level blue or lowest level yellow, then the only auction items he or she sees is white and blue. Once the player hits a certain level, uh, next level about the highest blue, then the other auction house becomes available. And I'm not quite sure where he's going with this, but I'll keep reading. Um, He continues, maybe even replaces the first auction house, and user continues to look for better items. I don't know any users that go back for lesser items, exception is Leoric Signet for additional XP, another fix Blizzard will hopefully address in the next patch or two. So I can see this as a win-win for a user that progresses through the game and for users that are veterans and only want to see the higher-level items. So I guess what he's basically um, suggesting is a a more robust filtering system in the auction house that kind of tries to smartly filter out the stuff that you don't need to see, I guess. Or it's one that's Mm -hmm.
0: more scaled to where your character's at. You yeah. know, like if you're at the lower level, then you don't really need a lot of these high level items because you can't use them for a while. Yeah. But you might be able to use something that's lower. Right. You know, I think that's kind of what he means. Like it, like it seems to me, instead of you know you going in and filtering it and having that filter system be more efficient, it sounds like it would automatically go, okay, you're this level, here's what you get to see.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know if I like it that way, but the auction house kind of already does it because when you log when, when you select a tune when you just go into the auction house it will populate it with uh, items that it thinks you could use and it will never put something up there that you can't actually equip so I don't know I, I, I guess it kind of does it but I, I guess maybe a little more elaboration on exactly what he's uh, getting to on that would, would help me understand
1: well I think he's talking about a two tier system uh, simply put you, know, like you have let's say up to level 50 is one auction house. And then either you have an option to select between that and the higher level, or you, you know, once you hit level 51, you no longer have access to the first tier. You only have anything level 50 and above in your Mm. auction house. So it's kind of, you know, just automatically filtering out everything based on a certain level. It's almost like uh, rated, it's almost like Battlegrounds, how they you know, and wow, how they've separated them by brackets. You know, it'd be like the auction house separating by level brackets, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting, but at the same time, you know, what if you are someone who's like, okay, I only have one character that I level to 60, I won't be, have, be able to go back to the 1 to 50 unless I make a new character, which, you know, makes sense. Uh, or if you break it up too much, you know, and I think it would be better off if they had a more robust um, filtering system that allows you to really kind of dig down to exactly what it is you want, that you're looking for. And then also expands that so that it doesn't stop after page, what, 30? You know, you can continue if there is even more.
3: I don't know. Maybe the problem is there's too much in the auction house, so you get overwhelmed, and it becomes really hard to compare. But, I I mean, on the flip side of, of that argument, you know, you can already filter down to exactly what you want. With the auction house as it is present, and I, I, I guess coming from that perspective, I don't, I don't see how, how, what he's suggested isn't already there, because <laughs> I mean you can already filter it really well, so I, I don't know. But anyways, let let's move on. Um, he continues. Uh, as for those that have a ton of money and don't have a thing to do with it, I wish I had that problem. As I stated earlier, I believe I'm in the lower part of the demographic in regards to gold funds. Don't worry, you're not alone, <laughs> Doug. I'm poor, too. I'm in debt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel that spending more real money to get gold is the answer, nor is spending hours upon hours of farming just to hope for a great drop or get 500 to to 1000 at a crack in the hopes of saving up enough to buy better gear. However, I don't think those with money to burn should be left out in the cold. Maybe Blizzard could flip the script and sponsor contests where users can utilize their gold for chances at actual prizes. For example, my internet provider gives me a certain amount of points for each dollar I spend, aka monthly bill, which I can use later for prize giveaways. I have to spend 50 points for one entry. Enter as many times as you have points to be entered into a drawing for a particular prize. Usually there are numerous prizes to enter, chances to win. Or I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Usually there are numerous prizes to enter uh, for chances to win. Uh, I think that if the prizes, prizes, um, wow, sorry, my tongue got tied up there for a second. Were decent enough, you could get the diehards, those that started from the launch of D3. To let go of some gold, make each chance worth quite a bit per entry. It's not a perfect solution, but one that's possible. I don't think closing the auction house is a good idea now that it has grown to its current size In history. It fills in the flaws that Blizzard created when it released a product well past its successor that in my opinion needs to get back to its roots that made Diablo 2 so successful. Feel free to slice and dice my thoughts sign Doug in his battle tag is Magnum uh, seventeen eighteen. And I, I should read that properly. Magnum number sign seventeen eighteen. So there we go. So um
4: Whew,
2: that's a lot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But I I kinda like the idea where you burn money in kinda like a gambling system. Because uh, you know, Diablo two hit gambling. You know? Gamble for random chances to get really good items, but uh, I, I do believe that the direction that Blizzard is moving, especially in lieu of or in lieu of no, it, after um, Jay Wilson's post mortem about how he felt that the auction house was a really bad idea in re- in retrospect, um, or re- at least hurt the game, I think what they're going to do is they're going to move away from the auction house being the crutch that everybody uses for progression to making the crafting system more robust so that you can just craft to improve, which, you know, they, they did that with the... Uh, the what, It was in 107 that they introduced the Archon Armor, right? The new Archon Armor. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the direction that they're going to head in because right now, for those for the upper echelon, the Auction House is worthless to them because, you know, items are worth more than 2 billion gold. And they're worth more than 250 dollars on the real money auction house so it's the auction house is broken for that for that aspect and now because it's become so inundated with so much gear and you know there's not as much gear attrition especially in softcore but you know there's still not enough gear attrition even in hardcore but enough that the economy hasn't totally bottomed out on the hardcore
2: have you read, um, I don't know if you've been on the forums for a while, but have you read Cy post that he did about his idea on having like a point system for every time you trade, you like a point system to try to get rid of more items that way?
3: Yeah, essentially what it was, um, his idea in a very basic and quick to easy understand idea was um, they would have a trade durability essentially. Where every time an item changed hands, you know, like accounts, or maybe even characters. I don't recall if, if yeah, it was... or put character. on
2: the auction house, or yeah. canceled, or anything, pretty much.
3: Yeah, it would lose a, a point, you know. And once it has no trade durability left, it cannot be traded. It becomes account-bound at that point. So, it's an interesting idea, but it's, it's complicated, and Blizzard really hates to introduce systems that that almost seemingly have, you know, hidden values to them. I mean, they mm-hmm. haven't always been like that, but they, they they don't like extraneous systems that are not as clear to understand. Like some people would be like, "Wait, what do you mean? You know, I this item this item just didn't sell and now I can't even put it up on the auction house anymore. What's going on?" You now, it it, right. it would have to be something very clear. I just
2: don't want them like you know how you said they're leaning towards crafting making crafting better I don't want them to come up if they come up with a thousand more crafting ideas that are awesome things to craft that's great I just don't want more upon more account bound stuff because you know I -hmm. like to be able to at least trade with my friends I don't really care if I can't sell something on the auction if there's a way to block that but you know when I find awesome stuff especially in hardcore when you have less, more than, you know, you don't have a ton of alts. Like, I want to give my buddies stuff. You know, I don't want to not be able or just have it, because, oh, well, someday I make, this item is too good. Like, that Trifecta amulet I found, that Dex amulet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or the one that I made, I mean, the strength one that I made. I don't care if I sell it. I can't sell it. I can't get rid of it. It's not better than mine, but it's still really, really good. Just to, it seems like it's such a waste just to salvage it away or put it in your stash for no reason. That's why I want less account bound. Or ways to make stuff not account bound. Like if you could spend 2 billion gold to unaccount bound your Archon armor, that'd be a good gold sling. You can get rid of that or something.
3: Yeah, I I think one thing they need to do is raise the, the ceiling on the auction house to where items can be sold for more than 2 billion gold. Because, uh, It's becoming more and more of a problem where um, items are worth well over the 2 billion gold limit on the auction house. And they're selling on these third-party sites for, you know, real money that goes above $250 or, you know, like 200 billion gold. Now, of course, this can be accommodated currently in the game. It's just not through the auction house. It'd have to be, you know, um, through trade. You know, you'd have to... Somebody would have to give you that much gold in in a game so yeah the auction house system is broken so brazia do you have any ideas
1: this is a a similar problem that they have in wow with the auction house the so-called rich get richer and the poor get poorer it's a matter of devoting yourself to doing something in a certain way but then again it also makes mean that you're changing the way that you play your game like i mean um, and Doug even pointed out, you know, what am I going to do? Sit there and either spend more money to get all this extra gold or spend hours farming um, runs to hopefully get the gold or an item to sell on the auction house that may be worth a lot of gold. You, you, you're looking at that kind of an option. I think the best way, you're not going to force somebody who makes a bunch of gold in the game to just give up their gold. Right. Uh, they got to have a reason to do it. I mean, there's gotta be something in the game that says, Hey, you know what? I may I may have twenty billion gold, but you know what, I wanna spend most of that because there's this, you know, incredible new armor that it can only get this way. But then again you'll have all the people crying that they don't have enough money to get that gold because you know to get that item because you've only rich people get. It's mm-hmm. just the class warfare item that that goes into games too. Yeah. And the only way to kinda of combat that is to make items more available and I understand they try to do that a little bit with the archon archon items where you're you know it's a good step in the right direction by allowing you to craft items that could be useful and I, I like what male Antonio has been saying because it shouldn't just be a countbound it could be should be items that are very useful you know maybe not legendary items but you know why not be able to have that one in a thousand chance of crafting an item at an eye level Sixty-four that you could trade. I mean, that would be worth something, and it could it's, anybody could have a chance to make something like that. Yeah, and that's one way is to, you're not. <clears throat> if people have a chance to to either gain those items in the game or to make it, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not going to be relying on the auction house as much as they are right now. Right.
2: I've been thinking more and more about what I talked about. I think it was. I can't remember if I talked with, with you, neither Content and Waiting, or a couple of other shadows also in episodes back. But if there was a way to get rid of it, like, to make like an item sink or something, or a gold sink to make uh, post- elixir potions mm-hmm. for, um, for stat points, that could also take away from gear a little bit. If you can eventually get your stat points so high with elixir potions, that might help itemization a little bit I mean they had elixir potions I think in Java 1 or it might have been hellfire but one of the two they had that and I like them I think that's cool you can have an elixir of vitality elixir of this you know don't make it extremely easy to get but not extremely hard and you know let's say salvage 10 items you get a, a elixir of your choosing for an example you know, I think that'd be a way to get people to get rid of items, because, you know, and then you can take all your junk items instead of trying to put them on the auction house for 5,000 gold and just wasting your time. Um, you know, have some kind of bulk system to do it like that. You maybe use them, uh, Majestic for that or something.
3: Yeah. Well, the other... Uh, I mean, the other way that they can do it, which, you know, is kind of like with the crafting, um, which does present its own problems, as aforementioned, but, uh, the problem is gold is there's there's a certain point where gold becomes worthless to to yeah. people and but until you reach that point you know it, it it feels like you're climbing up a mountain so the only way that they could really address that is make gold worthless period I mean mm-hmm. I, I remember when um when prior to Diablo three launching gold was going to be valuable because of repair costs. You know, because you're gonna die in Inferno, and we definitely saw that. You know, back, back before they started nerfing Inferno, and then when they, when they greatly increased the repair costs, you know, and then the community, you know, wasn't was outraged, cried
2: about it like yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah,
3: it was like, at that point, people were going broke just by playing the game,
4: because,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, it's not an easy thing to balance. So I do not envy director that will eventually take over the reins of Diablo 3, which hopefully um, hopefully they'll get a good uh, vetted, um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well person, essentially, I guess um, that wasn't the word that I was looking for, but you know, get the right person in there and because, um, yeah, we, we need a game director because we really need to know about an expansion soon hopefully before BlizzCon hopefully, but um Ah, yeah. I think that the Auction House, you you can't get rid of it, no no matter what anybody thinks, because despite the fact that the Auction House hasn't combated the the quote-unquote reasons they put it in there to begin with, which was, you know, the third-party selling sites and stuff like that, you know, people are still going to those. So, obviously, it didn't work on that.
2: I think the only way to really save the auction house is to do ladder resets. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there wasn't that in Diablo 2, the economy was garbage in six months or less. So they got to do something where they make everything go into a stockpile and start over. Make people start over somehow without, you know, pissing off too many people. But ladders work fine. You go in a non ladder you still get to play your guys. You can still have the crappy economy if that's what you want to play in. If not, I mean, that's why we're all moving to hardcore. And uh, and it seems like more and more people move to hardcore. You can tell because the auction house is starting to get flooded with more stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't want hardcore to get ruined out too, because then I don't know if I'm gonna play Diablo anymore. I mean, it'll take a lot to get me to stop playing, but still, it's it's a lot harder to sit and play hours upon hours and care a lot if there's no economy. And you know, I hate having to go to the auction house honestly to get every upgrade. But you don't find it, you know, so you have to have that, or either that or they need to if they were to get rid of the auction house, make like a trade house a way to get into trade games I mean that would be cool too somewhere where you make a game and like in d2 and your game title tells what you want what you're looking for, you can play while you're waiting to trade something like that,
3: yeah, so i guess I guess it'll be an ongoing issue. But, um, yeah, <laughs> but more
2: social features will help.
3: Yeah, yeah. A- at least we're getting getting a few in 108, which um, given the length of tonight's show, I, I knew we were going to have a lengthy community section. So I wasn't sure if we were going to get to any of the blue notes, but um, or, and or you know links, which I think we're going to roll over most of those links uh, into our next episode. But um, I did want to mention that in case you didn't know. Um, the PTR is going on right now, and uh, they they have been putting out new builds every now and then. There actually has been some class balancing. I'm not going to go into it because, like I said, this is a long show, and I'm kind of kind of running out of steam. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap up the show very. I
2: think we need to do another uh, roundtable mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, like, I think so too. There's idea. so much good stuff. I'm I'm, I'm actually looking. I'm, like I was said, I won't bring it up either because we want to end this. But there's even more another update that I haven't seen yet. Uh, about the ptr and there's some really good party stuff it looks like yeah um for life and helping with the party so yeah i think we should probably maybe do a community round table to talk about that and then we won't be so backed up because you know who knows if next time we're gonna have a ton of community stuff to talk about as well and then never talk about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and we also don't know how long the PTR is actually going to run and whether or not 108 will be upon us soon. So, um, Given the fact that there's still, um, according to Wyatt Chang, there are still changes that weren't in the latest snapshot that was pushed to the PTR, I think we're still at least two weeks out, at least, at the very least. So um, we will most likely have a roundtable very, very soon. So stay tuned to our blog. That's and our Twitter. Um, that's where it, it will be announced. Um, but before I do wrap up the show, I did want to mention that our good friends over at Red Team Gaming, Sipco um, and Dread, did a uh, part seventeen of their State of Diablo three um, YouTube quote unquote podcast. Uh, we will include a link to that, and also it will, the video will just be embedded. It's just audio, but um, yeah, you know that's that's how. Cip- Sib is releasing his State of Diablo 3. So anyways, like I said, um, this show is going really long and that's what I said. Okay, that was was funnier in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So you have been listening to episode 38 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you've missed an episode, you can go to the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there... You can join our community forums and talk with other listeners on our forums. Yeah, that's redundant. I don't know why I added that because it's not in there. Anyway, um, just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. Want to join us in-game? Go to our show blog and navigate to our Soul Battle Tags page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. And most importantly, this show is powered by you, the listener, as evidenced by tonight's episode. <laughs> Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at shattered We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nepit James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth Musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our loot deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. And they just added a new show to the Dawnforge. Forge. Um, it's uh, Let's Wow with um, one of my former overlords compatriots, patriots. Uh, Karen Dose is on that, so go give that a listen. So, thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soul Zone, um, we're going to uh, hopefully not... Oh, man, I totally failed on that. No, no gargoyles chins for for me. Hopefully,
2: let's not die on this barbarian. I don't want to lose another one. If I do, I think hardcore might be uh, getting a break.
1: Yeah. Enough <laughs> time for me to wash down this uh, zombie turkey pizza with <laughs> some hard liquor. <laughs> Woo! Oh boy!
0: There you go. <laughs>
3: This has been a production of Dawnforge, Forge,
1: copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.